where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Yeah, man, man, man. Thank you for downloading this episode. I look here. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Before I get started, I would like to plug my new shirt. It's the official Cool Mom shirt. Native, please bring this up. You guys have to see it if you're watching me on YouTube. I've sp- I've spent so long designing this shirt. First of all, Iris, look at that design. Cool AF, right? Whoa, way 80s. Yeah, way 80s, way radical. Um, the neck is very flattering. It, uh, what is that called? Scoop neck? A, a scoop neck, therefore accentuating the clavicle, which is the skinniest part of a mom's body. And then the arm length, you see that length? Cuts you off right there so that your arm fat doesn't show. I dig sleeves. It's fucking great. And then the length of it is totally flattering and it's loose fitting. It's not one of those tight shirts so you're going to feel your stomach bouncing up against it all day and the best part this shirt is soft af i made sure i made sure to get an ultra soft shirt so when you're holding your babies their little faces don't rub up against Mm. a burlap t-shirt is there nothing worse than a rough thing for your little baby no of course not and you want to feel awesome too hello you want to feel like a cool mom hello and like you're a caring mom yes i agree and you know what's really sassy about this shirt iris is that you can do a little off the shoulder hang oh snappers if you want to turn on your husband but who wants to do that am i right (laughs) okay all right hey I'm not like a regular mom. Okay, so let's do some dates, too. If you want to come see me live, I'm Flappers every Thursday through uh, December doing the YooHoo Room. Um, Portland and Seattle are sold out. No more tickets. So thank you, everybody who bought those. Moving into 2020, I'm doing Austin. I just added Austin January 9th through 11th at Cap City Comedy Club, January 30th through February 1st. Houston at the Improv there, February 14th through 15th. That's Valentine's Day with an M, right? You don't say Valentine's Day. I hope not. Why? Why Valentine's Day. Why? Why not Valentine's? <laughs> Am I so out of it? <laughs> no, it's just because stupid people say Valentine's Day, and they also say library. Oh yes, that's the worst. My parents say library. Okay, library. Well, all right. Well, your parents are foreigners. Like, okay, Tampa Improv, March seventh. Uh, oh, March seventh is the rebooking of the October twenty fifth Ice House show that I had to skip because I was vomiting because of the stomach flu. March 13th and 14th, Miami Improv. I love Miami. You've been to Miami? Oh, oh yeah. Hot, 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 hot Miami. Right? Hot Puerto Ricans. Do you like Puerto Rican men? You're, you're the one with the Latin men thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean, I have a Latin man, so I like that. You do, yeah. Um, March 26th through 28th, Dallas at the Addison Improv, April 3rd through 4th, Caroline's in Judor Titties, and then April 24th through 25th, Des Iowa at the Funny Bone, and then June 12th through 13th, Phoenix, Fartnix, Arizona at Stand Up Life. That's a crazy first half of the year. What am I doing to myself? It's not going to be good. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed right Don't now. Don't be. That's a bad idea. I'm not living the good a little life. Intense. A little intense. <laughs> So those of you uh, listening, watching, I'm bringing my lovely, I guess we're cousin-in-laws. Is that... I mean, our husbands are kind of like brothers. Yes, they grew up together. Um, cousin Bri-Bri, who we talk about on the show. Bri-Bri has been in Tommy's act. 
and um, you guys live nearby us now and we have children you have a you have two little girls a six month old and a three and a half year old mm-hmm. i'm in the thick of it <laughs> you're in the dark forest yes and um lest you think we are not mom friendly iris was pumping her boobs minutes before we stop to record that's why she's <laughs> having her hiney now yes after you pump then you can you know then it's like coffee time or hiney time that's what's up yeah I'm not like a regular mom i'm a cool mom <laughs> so we support women you're pumping in our lobby we, your breast milk is in our fridge right now. it is right now chilling <laughs> it's straight chilling in there I, you know it was funny it was like lobby or bathroom and i was like well you know i don't yeah. want to tie up the bathroom so it's like Plus it's, dis- it's it's so disgusting to pump where there's poo-poo. Yeah, especially when people are like actively going poo-poo. Oh, what are you talking about? This whole staff, all they do is shit all day long. Every time I have to go pee, someone's in there crapping. You know, I think it's tech, like at work, they have to provide like a private space or whatever, because I think it's technically oh. illegal to make you pump like when people are pooping and like peeing. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a great law. I mean, yeah, to provide a safe private space seems reasonable that and i also think it should be illegal for you not to hold the door open for a woman with a stroller (laughs) or with babies because don't you hate that when you're with your kid and some jerk doesn't hold the door open for you too and you're like really dude i mean yeah i mean i guess i feel (sighs) like i when i was pregnant i was like i will take all the concessions like you can hold things carry things for me whatever but like when you got the kid i mean i don't know I feel like you don't get the same when you're when you have the kids. No, you don't. And I think we should have. Remember that cool parking? Sometimes you would get if you went to Bye Bye Baby. uh They we should have mom parking for all the time that you're mom. So then, like expected mom park, like handicap, and then expected mom, and then like mom, and then mom, cool mom and varsity mom. Yes. Now you're talking. Now you're speaking. And then like dad, and then dad. Fuck dad. Dad. What does dad do? He's on the other side of the park. Dad's like, yeah, he's a shit. What Dad's like do? taking the tram in. <sighs> let him, let him walk. Dad's need the exercise. <laughs> so yesterday, Iris and I, we were planning this extravaganza. Oh, I'm so disgusting. We're planning this extravaganza for Christmas. Your in-laws are coming. My in-laws, the whole clan, the Seguras, the Riz, everybody's coming. And we had to do a Michael's Arts and Crafts run. It was pretty epic. It was pretty epic. And the best part is that we went to Starbucks first. We got fueled up. And that's where we're driving to Michael's. I think, oh, no, we were in Michael's. You turn to me and you go, this is like a full mom thing. Like, we're total moms at this point. That this is the most exciting thing. This was our big outing, Starbucks <laughs> and Michael's. I mean, come on. We were like, because we were talking that's about so how we, we used to go out and like go to a bar and like stay at till two. Yeah. And no, now no. it's like Starbucks and Mike, woo. And you get to leave the kids with your husband for like four whole hours. I have to say that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was like a super treat. And when you got home, was there a lot of like, was he resentful? Because I think I I secretly always get resentful. Oh, yeah, I totally do. Yeah. You know, he, no, he's so sweet. He was like, I came in. Sometimes I think he makes a point of it, like a point of making it seem all under control. Like, oh, Uh, no big deal. So that uh, when when he comes home and I'm like, he's like, well, you know, like yeah. it's always it's like not crazy when you what, come home when I'm yeah yeah. But what's no. the big deal? It's not that hard. Ugh. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. The toddler was watching um, Tinkerbell or something, and yeah. he was feeding the six month. He was feeding Aurelia, oh. and it, it looked actually kind of a tranquil scene. Oh my god! 
that would not happen in my life. My husband it would never happen like a tranquil. No. I think I'd come home and like it, there's crayon on the... Well, that's because you have two girls. I, it's, it's different. It is... I admit. Night and day. I, I mean... I don't know. The, I go into this all the time. I'm not even going to talk about it. It's so depressing. So anyway, I love you. We did a great Michael's Arts and Crafts run. You're my most organized relative. You're a producer. You, you're going to put together, because I'm chaos. I just buy all the crap, the glitter, and then now you're going to arrange it. So I look forward to you producing. Yes, we're going to have we a bought. very glittery holiday. Oh, man. It's going to be fabulous. I love this. So Iris is, um, like I said, my most organized relative. I think this, I, this is a nice way of you saying I'm totally anal. A hundred percent anal. Well, we were in Michael's yesterday, and it was so cute, because uh, I go, cause you're, you're getting the wrapping paper. Uh, excuse me and all the bows and stuff and i'm like do you need help and you go no i'm japanese i'm good at folding stuff i'm good with paper <laughs> we are known for some things and we are very economical and we are very good folders yeah tell me about do you know marie kondo are you friends with her oh, i wish no but she's a total <laughs> inspiration to me yeah. no i'm telling you we have we have a, a method where we can fold we can wrap a gift with uh -huh. using one piece of tape what i swear to god what what this is this is it's the beauty and the economy of gift wrapping because first of all <laughs> everything's got to look beautiful yes japanese are very much into it's looking beautiful yes there's Did I do the, it right? the whole aesthetic Did I do thing your accent? you're not in your accent but uh, the japanese. i don't know what this is what's that, this they don't point you're not allowed to point in Japanese culture. You do this. Oh, that's right. Right? You go, you present. You gesture. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Is it pointing is rude? You would never go like oh, that. Oh, no. And yeah. you would never point your foot either or oh. like show your feet, like point your feet at people. Mm -mm. I think that's good. No. Okay. So yes. you can do it with one piece of yes. tape. How? You like, you, you kind of angle it and you just, the way it is, it's just like it all ends up that everything is tucked and folded and then you just, the last piece, you just... <gasps> I see what you're saying. So you, but do you use more wrapping paper then? No. If you, oh it's God. like you have to measure it out and it's like one square or rectangle and then it's all tucked and then. And you learn this from your parents or what? Do, I mean, I is think. Is this genetic? I, no. <laughs> all I mean, there's these people can do this. <laughs> you just like, you just like feel it. You, you sense. Come out of the Japanese room. bones. <laughs> no, I think I probably learned it at, at the Hello Kitty store. <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah like at sanrio they they wrap your stuff oh my god how cute didn't you you must have okay well here's the deal because i you both of us grew up in la we're yeah. la natives and i would see I'm, I'm the different type of foreigner the problem of the foreigner type we are eastern blockers is they didn't know about the sanrio store so i would see like girls with their hello kitty and i'd be like dude i want that but my mother would be like, I don't know where this stupid shit comes from. Like, it, because it wasn't in the mall and stuff. I don't, I don't no. know where you guys, where did you get that well, shit? It's from? like, you know, like in South Bay, you can find it. Yeah. Like, cause that's, you just, that's where everyone, all the Japanese and Asians are. But they're not typically in the malls. I think they are now. I think there's a Sanrio store in like the Westfield village or something. Right now there is. Yeah. Back in yeah. the day, you kind of had to go like where the real real was yeah a little yeah. bit yeah but i but they so they always wrap your gifts Aww. and they do it like in the japanese style and it's beautiful and it's like because the whole sanrio thing is um small gift big smile so Aww. like it's supposed to be like a lovely little experience it is and it's it totally nothing is. but joy i mean now do you give hello kitty stuff to your daughters you know she's just, she hasn't gotten into it not yet not yet maybe when there's more school aged 
like pencil boxes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Because somebody, but somebody gave Ellis a pencil for Halloween, and he was like, "What's this?" Like they definitely. He literally goes, "What <laughs> is this?" I'm like, "Dude, that's a pencil." I bro. saw I saw pencils at Michael's last night, and I yeah. was like, "Huh? Uh, mm, no. <laughs> like who's gonna? <laughs> what? What are they gonna this? do with it? Right? This archaic. I wouldn't even know where to sharpen one at this point. Yeah, and good point because they were all blunt, like. It doesn't come with a sharpener. <gasps> bro, bro. Okay. If you were in a Sanrio, you know this. Remember? <sighs> God damn it. Remember those pencils? And okay, they're clear and plastic. Oh, yeah. And then you would pull out the tip of one, put it on the back, and then another tip. A freshie would come out. Bro, come Hell on. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. you know what I'm talking I know about. exactly what Google you're talking about. Google that shit. Google yeah. it. Okay, it was like, it was a pencil, so it was lead. And then you would pull this part out feed it to the back the top i'm like brain dead today so i can't talk and then it would feed again and i'm telling you it was a sanrio item yeah like is a mechanical? this just a lead pencil no but it would it would have little bits that you would refeed it and you would refeed it god there's people listening that are going crazy right now because they're like it's called this thing i remember the clear ones that were like bendy and yeah. the lead was bendy no but i remember the bendy Dude, all I'm telling you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 but there it is. There it is. See those re... What? They're lead and you would just re... re like Pez, dude. You put that shit in. Wait, but why do you have to feed it in? Wait Because it would get dull. And then you would just... To sharpen it, you would just pull the dull one out, put it up top, and then a fresh tip would come out. It was so cool. What are those called? I don't know. Let's see. What's it called, Native um stacking lead pencils yeah brah very practical very practical wow i just got really excited over that <laughs> You're are you going back to michael's hell yeah i'm going back to michael's so we did a cursory run i feel as though you do your first sweep now mom's yeah. listening just so you know everything's for more a lot of stuff was 40 percent off right now and they don't pay me or anything to say this i'm just like yeah, they should because i really love michael's i i know i don't know what to do with the shit that i buy that's why you're here <laughs> but it's, it was like 40 percent off of the, the good stuff the moving stuff like the carousels and the light up i got myself the um the nutcracker tower with the moving carousel. Come on, Google the Nutcracker. Let the audience see what I'm talking about. The Nutcracker. There was like the Nutcracker, but then there was like the Nutcracker Deluxe mm-hmm. with like the moving carousel. That's what I got. Michael. Care. Oh man. Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Lumex, right? Lumex. L U M E X. That's the brand that's forty percent off right now. And if you go now, you can get all your stuff. The early bird catches the worm at Michael's Arts and Crafts. Oh, Plus, yeah. you get see, the that's this kind of crap I get. Adorable. Um, branded 2019 santa claus <laughs> collectible dollars or more that's right <laughs> that's right thank you <laughs> okay um so i'm super stoked about the holidays that are forthcoming before we get into why you're here because i wanted you to come because you're helping me plan this party which i really am so grateful for because i do not have your japanese ways of organization <laughs> and folding i'm a mess <laughs> and um I think it would be great if you could share with our audience all that you've learned because you were a producer before you had children. I mean, you still are a producer. Yep. And we'll talk about all that stuff later. Uh, but first, how often are you milking your husband? <laughs> Most Let's important. Just get right into it. <laughs> this is a hot topic on our show. You know, I heard about this quarterly thing and I was thinking, yeah. like, that's it? Wow. 
Wow, now you're just bragging, Iris. First of all, <laughs> I mean, that seems, I mean, that's literally four times a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's not, I mean, four times a year? Yeah. What are you doing? What kind of numbers are you doing? I mean, I, I has to be more than that. What? It has to be more than that. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe like my sense of time is all messed up from being a mom. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't feel seems, embarrassed. That's fine. No, this is a no shame More zone. than four is great. <laughs> Shut up, Zadab. Shut up. God. Wait, wait, wait. But let me ask you this. Do you give BJs to stave off intercoursals? Because you're you're fairly new postpartum. You're six right. months. So do you throw in the BJ as a way to quiet the demon so that you don't have to do vaginal things? Um, I mean... Well, because we're cleared or whatever now. Well, everyone's cleared eight weeks. That's terrible. It's we, too soon. It's a little. It's it was a little soon yeah. to be honest. I don't like it. But I I I would I prefer I would prefer that than giving like a beach. You I would do too. So like I don't. So if I had if I could like why not? If you could do sorry vaginal yeah right then but, what but then but, what are you throwing in these additional bjs for i don't understand why your numbers are so high well i mean you kind of gotta switch it up a little bit oh man wow you're good i so you know what i think part of it is yeah. to be honest i think yeah. part of it is four in my for a year in my mind just seems sad so i think yeah. that's part of what i'm reacting to oh oh right right it might actually be quite realistic yeah but like it just sounds kind of sad yeah no it all sounds married sex sounds like the (laughs) saddest topic in the world that's why we discuss it (laughs) but it's not it's not it's less of a consistent thing and more of a kind of you know at will yeah occasion like okay you know like there could be some dry spells but then there could be sex week right where you make up for lost time exactly yeah, because like sometimes like the kids get sick or there's travel or whatever, you can't really bang, and then you guys get back together and then you make up for lost bang time. Right. But you're saying you'd rather do the vagine than so. Okay. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. There is well, maybe that's too much. Have you ever you just felt like have you felt like not doing it? Yeah. After you had baby, like how soon yeah. after baby did you feel like a um, human being enough? I mean, what? So it's like six weeks is technical. Is that right? Like six? six weeks or is it eight. eight weeks? Maybe it's eight weeks. I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember that whatever years. the clear, like standard clearance was, was too soon. Because mm. like. It is soon. And you know, like second babies and oh. like you're just, I mean, <laughs> and the second pregnancy is just like, eh. I feel like emotionally you have to recover from that, let alone physically. Yeah. Was it harder for you the first or the second pregnancy emotionally? The pregnancy part? Or just, yeah, like what? Overall, like overall, I felt like the first pregnancy was like really novel. And the second pregnancy, I was like, I am so over this. <laughs> Plus, I had this horrible sciatica. So I was like yeah. limping around. And yeah. like that just sucked. That doesn't help things when you're in pain. Definitely. No. So you so you're cleared at six weeks, but you're you're not in it. No, no. It was probably at least, I mean... That's the thing, like maybe, I don't know, 12, 12 yeah. weeks. But I was, also, I was also like up and like starting to like walk and getting into running and stuff like that. So I felt like, I don't know. Don't I think, want, yeah. Don't want those beaches around before <laughs> yeah. those 12 weeks. I mean, there's like a little maintain, maintenance you have to like take care of. Until that's, that's what I'm saying. The loving assist is what Dan Savage calls the loving assist. The loving assist, which could <laughs> mean beautiful. many, many. <laughs> it can. It's very open-ended. <laughs> so is that when you would do your, your beach? So that's why BJs sound like 
a thing you would do. But why a lot. Are we? Why is it only like badge or beach? Like, what about the handies? I feel like those are terrible. I feel like I'm not good at them. I don't um, the dryness. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm good at them. I don't think anybody would enjoy my hand jobs. I feel like <laughs> the guy's gonna do a much better job of it than I am. Nadav, Chris, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where do we begin? I mean, do you feel like the the handy is worth time? Even I mean. I mean, it's a way to kill time, you know, yeah. before the beach or before the vag, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a means to an end, not yeah, an end like, in itself. Yeah, you yeah. can't not do anything for a couple seconds before you transition to the next. It's a transitionary. Yeah, you know. I see. I, I, I see what you're saying. It's um, it's a, it's a, it's a sorbet, if you will. It's an in between cleanser between the main course and the appetizers. Yeah, we we the Japanese call that ginger. Ginger. We have gin- yeah. we have, you have ginger to cleanse the palate in between transition. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But you can. I think you can be sexy and do like a handy, and that could be. You are sexy and can do a handy. You're very sensual. Here's the difference. I what I've loved, not the difference between us, but what I love about you is you're very you're a very feminine lady. You're very in touch with feelings. This is so hilarious. Do you like? <laughs> You don't what? feel that way? You don't Are we talking about that? the same person? Yeah. You don't feel that way about yourself? I mean, I guess I'm kind of touched that you would see me that way, but I, I definitely wouldn't think that that would be how my husband would describe me. Really? No. What does he see? Uh, I think he see. I think he sees me as tough. You're very tough, I though, think too. I, I think, and um, Oh, you're practical. tough as fucking ice, homie. Did I not say that? I think that's implied, I mean, can bro. you be sensitive? I guess you can be sensitive and tough. Yeah. The yeah. toughest ones are. I think so. Oh, yeah, that's kind of sweet. No, you're very resilient. You've got a very, very high resilience. You know, I it's like I try and be in touch, but it's not. It, I don't think it comes naturally to me. No, 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 closed no. off. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it takes work. I think it takes work. Some people, I think, are like naturally kind of in touch, but it, for me, it takes like consciousness and work to be like, all right, this is how I am feeling. Oh yeah, me too. It's so hard. So hard. <laughs> I'm feeling so, they're so horrible. All right, back to the show. All right, so you're giving out bleed BJs left and right. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of feedback now. The husbands have been emailing me and leaving voicemails. It's a lot of feedback on this. I put it out there of how many times a week should marital love happen how many how many bagaks a week does your husband need i'm guessing there's a huge discrepancy between what the what is happening and what men want yeah like huge huge you think yeah okay what do you think's a good average for marital love i mean good and average i think are it's like there's a distinction i mean average probably like what once maybe twice if you're super lucky right and super into it it's realistic too with children and careers and schedules yeah yeah once a week i feel like is fine i feel i feel like it's reasonable i mean think about the things that you do once a week like you're like i'm stoked i like got in a workout <laughs> you know <laughs> no. like you know there's only so much you can do once a week i know well, okay, so the feedback I was getting generally, the men were like, ideally, I'd like to bagok every day. Yeah, right. But they're like in, an, in a realistic thing once or twice a week. So that's the general consensus. I mean, they could, are we, are we including like they can help themselves? I mean, no. Okay. I think it's marital oh. with, with the two of you together. Because I don't care if Tom 
does that i mean it's kind of like you want to be like you know like just you know take care of do the maintenance part and then <laughs> we can you know i know i don't have to be privy to every single you know I, I encourage that in our home i'll be like you seem pretty angry why don't you go go in the shower <laughs> work it out <laughs> so you take that he's fine we're all very open about that um he doesn't feel like rejected or whatever no because sometimes like there's no way this is happening like so the kids are sick or we're all or something's it's not possible so i'll be like you need to just go and take care of that situation yeah oh god it's like it's like part of hygiene or something it is for men yeah i feel like it is i think women have different priorities i was listening to dr laura the other day um and I, she's getting older. Did you ever listen to Dr. Laura? Mm-mm. She's really um, curmudgeony now because she's old. But she said, she's curmudgeony now. Oh, she was a real see you next Tuesday before, like in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> and now, I mean, her husband passed away. Her one child is married and out of the nest. And I, I think she just doesn't have a ton to live for. Is what it sounds like. How old is she? Oh, ancient. Just dust. 70-something at least. And I mean, no joy. Not a lot of joy in her life. But she was talking about why people... um, uh, What was the topic? Oh, why? Oh, 72. Yeah, she looks great, though. She's in good shape. Oh, yeah. I listen to her every now and then when I feel like I fucking hate myself or like I want to hate myself. Uh, She said that women need romance and men need to be desired sexually in order to feel good in a relationship and i feel like that's really really accurate it's really true and the and like vice versa like romance meaning he's got to take you out to dinners and make you feel attractive and desired and special and men on the other hand it's like you just have to be like hey i want to I want to F you. I want to sit on your face. And they think that's very exciting. <laughs> Whereas if a man would say that to me, like if my husband were like, why don't you come sit on my face? But why don't you go fuck yourself? I don't want it. That's gross. Don't be gross. So that was an interesting um, distinction. What do you think? No, they totally want, they yeah. totally want to be desired. Absolutely. I mean, sexually. And, and we, yes. Sexually. And I think, you know, we do too, but in a way it's like men are always are a little bit more overt and forthcoming with that anyway. Yes. And so I yeah. wonder if like, uh, that just not always naturally like because you know dudes aren't getting cat calls walking down the street they're <laughs> right. not getting hit on randomly by like right. every chick that you know they come in contact yeah. with and so you know maybe they just want that like maybe they just know. are a little hungry for that that's so true because that's a really good point is that we're constantly trying to deflect yes that attention oh my gosh i think we have we build up these defenses to it because it's it's like consistent <laughs> in know, our lives from the time you're pubescent until you're dead it's like it's so gross i know yeah and they're not used to it i guess it's kind of like a hot guy it's very random when i mean um it's like when men are really really attractive they don't know what to do with that superpower and they freak mm. out you know what i mean mm-hmm. like george clooney and whatever anyway the point is um <laughs> yes they're not used to that they they and they like the overt nature of that yeah that's flattering and they also them. i think they kind of like it like a little raunchy like a little yes. like yeah okay guys yeah shit. <laughs> i mean kind of what you doing I mean, in your they, bedroom they want like the dirty talk and stuff which also oh, i mean so that bad at that yeah no it I does not come naturally no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing i now i'm excited with you and bri bri what do you say to me like i'm gonna, I'm gonna smash your hands 
<laughs> you know what's hilarious when I was like, hey, I think I might go and like talk with Christina on this thing. And he was like, I was like, do you think that's a good idea? And he was like, yeah, go for it. And I was like, he did not think this through. <laughs> <laughs> he, did not, he doesn't know who he's dealing with. We're not going to talk about Michael's arts and crafts the whole time. So do you, are you, do you, do you like a Japanese thing? You're like, oh, Brian. Oh my God. Do you have God. to pretend like you're timid? <laughs> like you don't want it? You need to hide your face? You want, should I do like the submissive, yeah. like yeah. corpse fantasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or like you have a fan. Application, we have to, we can't forget that I'm also Mexican. You're like, oh, So shit. there's like the spicy side too. Oh, what do you, so how do you yeah, do that? You get, yeah. It's like spicy and submissive. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta blend it. Yeah. I can't make love to you. <laughs> oh my God, that accent is deplorable. Do you love it? Yes. You fucking bitch. And then you throw that in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so I'm so insensitive, racial. <sighs> um, that's true. So you've got a spicy Latina side, and then your submissive Japanese lady side. I don't. I'm not a dirty talker. I can't. I can't do it. I feel too self conscious. I'll joke. I'm obviously Tom and I are jokey. Like we do this Bobby and Trish fantasy where Bo- he's Bobby the truck driver, and he's got multiple families around the country. <laughs> and I'm Trish the lot lizard. And all I'm looking for is a sandwich. And a place to stay when it's raining outside. Oh my god! Yeah, and all of all I, fantasies. I know. And then when he treats me like crap too, that's part of the fun. <laughs> I think it started because I I was drinking Chardonnay one time when we were making sweet marital loves, and I'm like, is it really sexy that my breast smells like cheap white wine? And he's like, yeah, you're like a white <laughs> trash lady, like Trish, like your name should be Trish. And I was like, yeah, Trish, Trish. Anyway, yeah, that's hot. It's hot. It is hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to the holidays. This is funny because my sister-in-law Maria, OMG Maria, um here she goes. She wants to go over ordering and shipping gifts and blah blah blah. So it's already starting. What? This is this is not even Thanksgiving and my sister-in-law is already calling me to talk about shipping gifts and yep. ordering crap. It First, starts early. Oh, girl, does it ever. So let's go for your hot tips for the holidays. Ooh. How to deal with all this. May I, may I say first and foremost, one hot tip I know just before I forget it. Yep. Amazon. Ugh, if you're best. traveling, if you're flying to Lake Ohio, I, um, don't bring the gifts with you. Have Amazon deliver it to the place you're going to visit, I would say. Right. Yeah. Especially since like you can't, it's like impossible to travel with bags these days. Like, right. They're like, I'm going to, we're going to charge you a gazillion dollars to bring a bag or oh, you yeah. can't bring a carry on or whatever. It's like, just ship it. Just ship it, man. Okay. So you've got some hot tips to keep sanity. Yeah. I mean, organized. <clears throat> I guess these are like survival <laughs> tips kind of things <laughs> just to make it through, especially if you're planning any kind of event, like, like we are. Yes. yes. And we've got the big, you know, the big holiday event coming up. So you have to like, you know, just kind of have an idea what to expect, but I guess I have some tips here. So, okay. uh, should I just jump in? Let's do it, bro. So, surviving the holidays. Um, first I would say you lay the base. Yeah. And this means just like you need to have a good foundation from which to start this whole holiday madness yes so i'm talking like you know if you if tidying up helps you feel like you're in control or like Mm. get some rest or whatever it takes to just like make you feel good and in control and like you got a handle on things like lay the base Mm. so that the craziness can like 
come yes. in and you're not already kind you're of not, a mess. You're not in chaos when the chaos. That's a really great suggestion. Like, I know you recently ran a marathon. Ugh, oh, half, my God. Half. Stop. It's still amazing. But I'm assuming, like, getting in the practice of running was something that sounds like it really helped you stay calm and centered. That's a great um like example because you know you got to be rested you yeah. like prepare you got to be prepared you like are got you have to have life in general in order to feel like you can go in and do something like that that is so true even something as small as um like um, i haven't put my laundry away and when my bedroom is not in order like when my closet is in chaos i feel like it's all okay everything is in the chaos yeah right? when, See, this is one of those things yeah like one of those little things is just going to make you feel whole a hundred percent um, yeah, my therapist says that that's like if your external world is organized, it's a way of organizing the internal as well. So you're saying get every get your ducks in a row, get your get your life together. Very good. Okay, start a, start a meditation practice. <laughs> yeah, lay the base, and yeah. also like wrap up any projects you can wrap up. You yes. know that that you want to have done before the end of the year, and any ones you can put off, like just make that decision. Like, all right, I'm going to deal with this again in January. That's a really good idea, too, because you don't want to have too many plates spinning. Otherwise, all of them are going to fall, basically. Right. And sometimes just it just makes a, like a, it just a matter of making a mental decision like, all right, I'm just going to like put this aside and com compartmentalize it and not yes. like worry about it for a couple months. Yeah, because that's true is that so much stuff can wait. Like, I'm horrible. My friend Leanne Kreischer was on the show, and she only checks her email twice a day in the morning and like in the afternoon. And um, I'm not that person. I check it every five minutes what came in now what can i give myself panic over and it's like so many things don't need your immediate attention they can be put off until tomorrow until next week you don't have to respond to every text you get right away like it's fine the world is not going to stop spinning because you didn't fucking email somebody back about whatever bs yeah right okay. totally i mean because yeah. that's like you being in control of the flow of information as opposed to it like dictating Ooh you know like you your time oh my god that's so good right? i love it i think i got that from the four hour work week i love that guy right where they yeah. where he's like i check email once a week and just like send the autoresponder that you're gonna be mia tim for. ferris yes yeah that's right yeah that was a good one he's a lunatic <laughs> he also, he's doing like learn spanish in five minutes like he's cut uh, now everything's down to 30 second work week 30 second abs like bro relax tim okay okay <laughs> i mean it sounds nice i'm sure it sells books yeah yeah he's a smart dude um okay so second is pre-visualize and this <clears throat> and so all of this like is like this. are like how i take like producing and apply it to like event planning or holiday planning or whatever but pre-vis is a huge thing in filmmaking and in content but i i feel like we have so many tools to previs our life like for example the pinterest board i put together oh my christ the pinterest board you put together it was inspirational and this is a way for me to say this is what was in my head yeah. and what do you think and let's talk about it in a way that i can communicate it to you in a visual way oh like my god previs is like a way for you to wrap your head around what you're thinking and also a communication tool to share it with whoever I mean, let me tell you, she came over, was it last weekend or the week before? <clears throat> I don't know, last weekend. And I was just going to be like, I don't know, let's come up with some shit for the holidays. And you came in with your Pinterest board. You had ideas. <laughs> you had concepts. You had 
Santa's corners. We had gift bags with reindeer ears and googly eyes. I mean... It was a little insane, though, right? No. It's what I dream about. You're the person I want to be, and I don't even know where to begin. So I'm glad that people are listening to you, getting the benefit of this brain that you Previs, have. Previs, man. It's I love the, it. It's the way to go. And then you know what you are what you want to see. Yeah. Right? And do you just go, you go through Pinterest as your place if you say if you want. So you're saying like for the holidays, for Christmas, you're going to you're gonna have people over Thanksgiving. Go look at Pinterest and see what other people are kind of doing. Sure. What you want to be doing. Oh, they make it so easy for you. It's yeah. like already made. Like there's an image for anything. You can just search and then bring it into your board. And you're like, love. suddenly I have like a semi-cohesive idea. It's amazing. It's pretty It's, it's pretty so good. important. Can I tell you, I know that for so many generations, this stuff has been written off as like silly women's work or silly women things that we're doing. But it's like, it's so fucking important to celebrate traditions and to have them and to have nice holidays right Boom. yeah okay, that's go, that go, is go. right up there i'm gonna skip right ahead of that okay, because shit. i feel like <laughs> i'm fired up i'm excited about you i like how you're producing <laughs> i this this is number yeah. seven on my list yeah. but very important honor a tradition i feel yes. like this is what really makes a, a holiday meaningful right yes. whether you're starting one perpetuating mm. one borrowing one from another i don't know culture or whatever like i feel like traditions really just imbue it with all this meaning and stuff so like start one or have one have it be something that you that you use to see the years pass like mm. i think traditions are really a real special part of it yeah what do you do what do you have um you can think of um well we've done i guess we've traditionally done a trip around the holidays um i mean the kids are so young so there's yeah. there hasn't been too much yet for us to establish but this year we're going to start like you know talking about santa and yes writing letters yeah and, that's so fun yeah i love all that stuff it's gonna be sweet I'm trying to think of some that my um i mean my dad <laughs> used to bring the christmas tree home and then he'd sit and drink beer and let me decorate it alone that was kind of neat <laughs> Is that a tradition? I mean, if you, what? I guess if you do it every year. Yeah, and then by the time he was drunk, it was done. It was so cool. I might do that with my kids. That sounds epic. <laughs> I definitely remember there was a couple of years where we like got Christmas trees on Christmas Eve. What? Yeah, definitely. Oh. We were like, oh, we're gonna um, let's do, well, we, if we're gonna get a tree this year, I guess we should get one. And then we get like the you know the Charlie Brown tree because <laughs> there's not much left at that point. Yeah, exactly, but they're on, they're always like really cheap. Oh my god! Well, this year on Halloween because we had the, we all had the stomach flu, I didn't get around to getting a pumpkin until the night before. And let me tell you, not a lot of pumpkins left at the uh, CVS or at the fucking Trader Joe's. <laughs> I had to Slim get pickings. like yeah, I had to go to Whole Foods and get like the fancy weird pumpkin, you know, like the designery nothing squash. But tradition, I'm going to start. That's a really good idea. I'm going to start thinking about what I want to instill with my children so that they look forward to it. And kids love consistency. They love sameness. Oh, like my credenza stuff. Oh, yeah, Santa's like Village. Santa's Village. And then I just did my Halloween Village this year. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to make fun of me when they grow up and be like, Mom, you're so lame. You're stupid villages. But as kids, they're going to enjoy it. I hope. I think they're gonna love it. I mean, because they, yeah. they they look they start to look forward to it. They're like every year. Yeah, mom's gonna break out the village. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so> stupid. <laughs> when I put it that way, God. but also like you know, I was just I, I was thinking all about all kinds that we can we can start for different holidays. Like, you know, 
my daughter's really into Frozen Fever, which is your your boys <laughs> don't watch Fever. Fever or Frozen anything. Don't let them watch girls' cartoons. Put it that way. <laughs> but in Frozen Fever, they have this Easter tradition yeah. where they like um, tie string all around the house, and the string eventually leads to a gift. Aww. And I was like, how sweet would that be? That's to, like, a set really that up. I like that. Yeah, it's cute. So start thinking about your traditions. That's yes. a really good idea. And yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do a Hungarian tradition too, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know the Hungarians? Christmas Eve is the big one. That's when you open your gifts. And they do the same. They do the tree on Christmas Eve as well. Decorate it? Decorate it. And then they reveal it to the children. You ring a bell and then you open the door and the kids come in and see the Christmas tree. But I feel like that's no fun because then it's gone you know, a few days later. Right. I like to enjoy it starting from November 28th on. Right. Yeah. Do Hungarians like celebrate or believe in Santa? <laughs> do they believe in fun? Is what you're saying? Do they enjoy life? No. Yeah. Yes, they do. And funny, you should mention they do uh, the Santa Claus and there's also the devil. On December 6th, if you're being misbehaved, the devil comes to your house and hits you with this a switch. This is Krampus, right? No, it's that. That's Amsterdam. That's a oh. Nor, um, the Nordic one, but there's a Hungarian one too. It's a similar idea. Yeah, same. So yeah, if you're a good kid, you put your shoes out on the window ledge, and if you're good, you get candy, and if you're bad, the devil comes and puts coal in your shoes and beats you because you the parents have told like the village person it's a Hungarian. Yeah, what? there's the devil. You know, Krampus. Yeah, same shit. The Christmas demon, but it's on December six, I think. Wow. Yeah. Christmas and Hungary. And so then if you like, if you pass December 6th, are you like good to go? Yeah. Then Christmas Eve, you get gifts and stuff. But I mean, it's not as cool as the American Oh my one, God. That's obviously. terrifying. Yeah. This is the devil. There it is. Enjoy that, kids. Better behave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's horrible. Terrifying. What a lovely culture. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Looks good. Okay. So moving on. Okay. That's fucking depressing. Um, <laughs> it's terrifying. Ugh. All right. Um, I like this tradition. So lay the base, pre-visualize, plan ahead, which is kind of a no-brainer. I mean. No, but sometimes it's not. You know, I just feel like you can you can plan it all, like just, you know, timeline it out in a way that, again, you can communicate to anybody who might be helping you, like just plan it out. I'm going to get X amount of done. See, we're doing the phases. Like yes. we got phase one, Michael Dunn. Yeah. Then we have to do like the Amazon ordering phase. God damn it, yeah. Then we have to do like the multiple decorating phases. So just like plan it out. Plan it out and keep a schedule, right? Yeah. Keep it on sketch. And if you could see it happen, happening in a timeline, you're like, all right, that's manageable. In phases. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like I've already reserved my turkey for TG and then I'll do my Instacarting <laughs> a couple of days before on the dried goods. No, no, you can do it like two days before. Oh, yeah. The day before so that you're not doing the rush. Right. For the Thanksgiving shopping. I can't imagine what Instacart's going to be like like on the day. Uh, oh, it's insanity. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No. Uh, okay. They they might even make you be like, oh, we can't do this. We can't fulfill this until Friday. And then you're going to be like, I have to go to the grocery store. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Well, was that in the tube? It was a gurgle. <laughs> um, you know, my husband doesn't mind doing those grocery runs on holidays. Really? Yeah. I would rather um, take a bullet in the mouth than fucking go to Ralph's on Thanksgiving. And, and he does. I mean, I guess so if, sweet. if it's like, you know, I forgot the horseradish or whatever, then yeah. it's like whatever. But like doing a big run. Oh, yeah, he'll do it. Really? Yeah. Oh, psycho. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. All right back to the show so plan Sucks. ahead absolutely communicate with your 
relatives ahead of time and have a plan. I'm yes. Assuming. So that's actually the next, yeah. the next thing is like level set. So number four is level set, which means level make set. sure that everyone is on the same level of understanding. Oh, right. So this takes some interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. It takes some of the relational, mm. so to speak. But if you can do it, like just say, Hey, like, Make sure that we have the same expectations, like what this party is going to be, what this event's going to be, what to wear, mm. the whole gifts, gifts protocol. Like, it's okay if you want to have a party and not serve dinner, but like, you should probably let people know yeah, so they don't people... show up and they're like starving, right? right? But it's okay. Just make sure that you level set so like people understand, mm. hey, we're going to eat and then we're going to come and we're going to have dessert or something like that. Right. But it just saves a lot of confusion and frustration and and gives an opportunity for everyone to be on the same level of understanding i love this so here's some things to level set gift protocol yes so i've we've decided this year guess what adults don't give each other gifts what the fuck for it's not i don't want it what am i going to buy you that you don't already have uh, you're adults. not going to give me another sweater right. <laughs> right right we don't need anything so we decided that it, the gifts are for the kids for instance yes we'll just do we'll shower the children Yes. So what's the gift protocol? What is the attire? Yes. Right? What kind of food is going to be served and when? What time? So mm-hmm. people, especially the older people, they like to eat early. Yes, they do. <laughs> Make sure to <laughs> accommodate them. What, I mean, what am I saying? I like to eat early. I like to eat early too. <laughs> In bed by nine, dinner at six. And uh, alcohol too. Uh, are you going to serve? Are you not going to serve? Can people bring their own? Should people bring their own? Right. And, yeah, and candy and all that crap too. That's yeah. good. Okay. And you can just well, have like else? a, you know, simple oh. conversation about it. And arrival time mm. and departure time, bro. Especially if you have kids. I found that is huge and especially when they're little to have an out. Guess what? The party is from 12 to 2. That's it, bros. My door is shut <laughs> at 2. You're out cuz my baby's got a nap. It's so true though. And like people think, "Oh, like I'm an, I don't want to be a party pooper or kill the party or whatever." It's like I just think when people understand, then you can all be like happy in that understanding. No 100%. one's like, why aren't they leaving? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house and show up on time. If the party says, especially when you have little kids, if the party's at noon, get there at noon. That's what they're telling you to freaking do. Right. Okay, good. Level set. What else? Level set. So then let's move on. Pre-production. Pre-pro. I love how you're applying these uh, uh, producer terms. I know. It's so producerial. You need to write your book on this. This is great. You know, it's like producing is a transferable skill. It is. Apply it to your own wedding, your holiday party. It is. Your podcast. Yes. Okay. So pre-production is really where it happens. Like Mm -hmm. you can actually get stuff done. Like, you know, I always kind of like thought that as a producer... Like if I had done my job, I would show up on set and like drink my cappuccino and be like, like the majority of the work is done. And really that's how it can and should be for, you know, something like this, like get as much done as you can ahead of time. Just get it out of the way yeah, and leave the production part of it when everyone's there and dressed and the food's ready to like enjoy. Right. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. Oh, that's a good point. Like, get the work done before the doors open. Mm-hmm. Get yourself ready. Get the food out. Get everything decorated so that you can actually sit back and enjoy yourself. That's really good. Yeah, basically everything that you can get done, done. Yeah. Like, 
do it. Just get it done. Get it over with. Put it behind you. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. And paper plates. <laughs> so you're not doing dishes or plasticware, right? So true. And they've got such nice ones. It's yeah. like... That's what we're doing for Christmas. I'm not, I'm not washing no dish. Love it. Yeah, dude. Dude. We're renting. Do it. No, no. We're going to get uh, disposable cutlery and disposable shit. Yeah. Okay. But the other stuff that you have to wash and stuff, you can rent. Yeah. Anyway, but that's a really good point, And I don't think... I don't think I've always done that. <laughs> yeah, it's just nice. Like, it's, it's hard. You think that there's all these things that you have to wait and to do at the last minute, and you really don't. Like, no. I remember when we used to do anything, we'd have any kind of family event in my house. My mom would wait until like the last minute to take a shower and get ready. <gasps> That's terrible. Terrible. And then you're like late and you're like all hot, like when everyone comes because you just got out of the shower and stuff like that. It's like, you know, if you could get like ready that morning like do all the prep beauty stuff the night before like just get that stuff done and then yeah. in the day of you're just like you're relaxed yes yeah totally man yeah that's a good point i like that all right accept help oh that's so hard this is a hard one that is so hard this is a really hard one especially for people like you and i but yeah i mean like just take a lesson from being a mom or being pregnant or whatever and be like yeah you want to bring turkey? It's Thanksgiving, but sure. I know. I know. I don't give a shit. And also be okay with the, you know, one of the great things I've learned from motherhood is accepting imperfection. Mm. That this podcast is not going to be perfect. That my stand-up is not going to be perfect. That I will not look perfect most of the time. And like, um, it's just, it's how it's going to be until maybe my kids are older. I hope. I don't know. But... Um, but yeah, letting someone else bring the turkey means that it's not going to be the way you did it, but you're just going to have to let that shit slide Yeah, if you want to have a good time. I mean, and, and too, like when you let people help, like they, I mean, if they're offering from a great place, like yeah. they're going to, that's going to be something that they can enjoy too. Right. Yeah. So why, why, you know, keep them from being able to have joy and being able to help and offer 100%. something i'm having so much more fun planning this christmas party with you than i would be alone and stressed out and you know it's so much more fun and it, and, and it brings me joy too so it's like win-win yeah. plus we're gonna get so ripped at this party bro <laughs> once we're done with all this we're gonna get fucking hammer bro i mean I, you know we're gonna celebrate everything that we've done all the michaels runs oh my god all the amazon runs and drink some white claws all right what else you got some what white claw oh you don't want to drink white claw Am I so out of it? Are you fucking regular mom? Catch me outside. How about that? Little nerd Iris here doesn't know what a white claw is. I'm such a nerd. What's a white claw? First of all, is it a mixed drink? Oh my. Do you remember Zima in the 90s? Oh yeah. It's basically Zima, dude, but with like different flavors. So they just like put a new label on it? Yeah, same shit, different toilet. Everything is the same shit, different toilet. (laughs) And nothing new under the sun. They just remixed. No way. Yeah. The new Zima. Yeah, it's dumb. I'll bring you one. Uh, they're at my house. Next time you come over, I'll give you a white claw. I mean, are they sweet? They're disgusting. Oh, no. Okay. It sounds like Zima. Zima was like a beer, wasn't nope. it? It was clear malt liquor. That's what it was. With Sprite, basically. Oh. It was so nasty, and I drank so many. You know what I drank? Mm. Um, Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Of course I remember that. That was nasty as hell. That's nasty. But it was so sweet and like so easy. Bad. It was like, oh. <laughs> What about Boone Strawberry Strawberry Hill? Did you no. drink Strawberry Hill? Nope. That was for hoes. That was a hoe drink. Really? Oh yeah. Boone's? Yeah. No. Did you know I was named after a liquor? <laughs> 
how, I swear how, to God. how lucky for you. What wonderful parenting did that. I was named after uh, like a dime store liquor that you get in the oh Midwest. My- I swear. Iris? Yes. I, no, the Wild Irish Rose. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Irish Rose. So, I mean, they dropped the H naturally. So I'm Jesus. not. Jesus. Yeah. Your parents were so foreign that they did that. They didn't even know what they were doing. Well, they, my, you know, my dad was like, I like the alliteration of Iris and my last name. But he was like, Iris Rose. Yeah. Irish Rose. It reminds me of that thing I used to drink that or whatever. liquor I used to get ripped off of and bang your mom. Wow. Thanks, dad. Yep. That's neat. My namesake. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jesus. So moving on, mm-hmm. we got accept help. Oh, on our tradition we talked about. Yes. So two more. And they kind of go hand in hand. So number eight, practice gratitude. Oh. And number nine, enjoy. Yay. Yay. I agree. Happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> do, do not at the web. What's that song on TikTok? Do not at the web. Do that. I have one. I'm on TikTok. Okay, so also I love this list. This is very comprehensive. Thank you for sharing your my your, pleasure your list, your producing skills. Let's talk about family and how to mm. navigate the in-laws. And you're gonna have people staying with you. Yeah, that is probably the worst part of the holidays. You're not doing this. Fuck that! Are you kidding me? We have we've had a policy very early. If you want to come stay, we're hosting this party first of all, so that I don't have to fly across the country. That's how lazy we are. You want to come, you want to see us, you're going to stay in the hotel down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. It's a Courtyard Marriott. They're very nice. And you may you rent a vehicle and you may come and we can plan out times that you can come. And I do this because the kids, right? And yeah. I don't want, you know, you don't want to have people around you with a family. At least I'm, I'm a jerk. Tom and I are jerks. So we do that. But you're going to have in-laws staying oh, with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. How many people Definitely. are staying with you? Well, I think it's kind of still up in the air. And uh, I think the, you know, other members of the family have other ideas about how to, how to arrange it all or whatever. But I'm 99% sure our in-laws, my in-laws are staying with us. And we've got our place is such that we're probably going to give them our bed. Oh, my God. Which is cool. It's cool. Oh, my God. What about an inflated inflated mattress? They're, They're like very 80s. Nice. Oh, they're 80. I mean, yeah, that's rough. A very spry 80, but. Yeah, no, you're right. You've got to. (laughs) You have to. No, No, I know. We have to. Morally imperative. And and it's, and it really is like, I much prefer that, like, because whatever, I'm, Aurelia is up like all night anyway, so why not just, why shouldn't I just stay in her room? So we're going to have, we'll have our, my in-laws, my parents-in-law. And then, I, I mean, I actually would welcome, I kind of like it. I mean, it's holidays, it's whatever. Yeah. You can kind of welcome a little bit of the chaos. Yes, yes, yes. And I think it really is contingent on the level of chaos um, you can handle. And I think you're very, you're a much nicer person than I am and Tom. <laughs> so maybe that's why you, you know what I mean? Tom and I know this about ourselves is that we're, we need a lot of privacy, privacy and space. And Tom... And I have just, just like we made that decision, and we're gonna take the heat for it because <laughs> it doesn't come without own it. Yeah, without repercussion. Like people don't really always like that, but um, maybe it's just a decision you make. But I think you. I mean, you know? I think like the whole going back to the whole level setting thing is like you're clear about it. It's right. not like you're. It's not like it's personal. No, it is personal. It's oh, totally, totally personal. personal. <laughs> we are jerks now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, it's more like we want to have our space. You have your space. We come together at decided times. 
and you leave at decided times and it's good for them it's good for us it works for us it may and not work for everybody you're really causing me to pause and uh -oh. think like why am i why you know because i was kind of insistent upon it i was like no you should come uh -oh. i'm gonna ruin brian's marriage you know tonight. what no i know what it is hmm. i know what it is see because i'm I, I would like to think that i'm hospitable when i but i think when it really comes down to it i'm just really cheap <laughs> and i'm like well i'm gonna either pay for your hotel or we're gonna put you up so <laughs> i love it come on over sleep in my bed i love it hey but that's that's what you're deciding on you'd rather save the money great but honestly i do welcome them <laughs> Why am I second guessing myself? Oh, there at was all? the promo. Did you mark that time code? That was sure the best did. face ever. She's like, I, I do. I really do, don't I? I mean, look, it's look, it's let, let's not even okay. Let's take the people per se out of it. Having guests, yeah, whether they're related to you or not, at your home for days and days and days is very difficult. It's I, not easy. It, it it isn't. Doesn't matter who the fuck it is. Gandhi would annoy the crap out of you out of uh, two days. So. <laughs> But what are you I can do. I, I mean, think in my mind, I want to see myself as someone who is hospitable and has yeah. an open door policy. I think I even talked about this with like therapists at one time. Like that—that that means something to me to be like, come, yeah, you're that house. You're gonna be that house with your kids. Like, hey, let the friends come over. Come, yeah. hang here. And regardless of whether or not it's like the most comfortable, but that was—that's a little bit of my childhood. I mean, we had the fun house because we had like no rules or supervision or whatever <laughs> so it was like oh we can watch anything go anywhere yeah. stay at however late so maybe there's a little bit of residual like sure freedom fun house or something and that's fine and that totally works for you guys so keep fucking doing it do it bro you shouldn't judge just just accept just accept at this age i'm just just, <sighs> just let it come but what i like to do for family boundaries um because my family is really wacky I mean, I don't really see much of them anymore, kind of think. <laughs> um, but have, like I said, hard times. Hard in, hard out. Mm -hmm. That really helps um, dealing with that. And also, there are some family members who will disregard start times for meals. Mm. They show up at their leisure. Guess what? They miss out. That's what I've done in the past. You show up two hours late for Thanksgiving, you're not having any fucking turkey. Bye. And I'm not stopping anything for you. Well, two hours. Yeah, all, that's, all. that's more than casually. Well, he had a date to go to oh because that makes it okay he had a date that night on thanksgiving night what <laughs> yeah well yeah. then you forego your turkey that's what i'm saying yeah yes no no hell no hell no a date for real oh on gosh. thanksgiving iris on thanksgiving who has a date on thanksgiving well, at least because you didn't bring the date no that's and that's another forbidden thing by the way if you've got troublesome parents that or sisters and brothers who want to bring in their flavor of the week you know it's your right if you're throwing the party to say sorry family only you can't bring so-and-so and then if they get mad at you they throw a tantrum big fucking deal you can set the thing is i want to tell people because i've had trouble family you can set the boundaries and you can make the holidays you want. It doesn't have to be a miserable, labored thing, right? Where you're suffering because I don't want to see uncle so-and-so. You don't have to. And I, when my parents are divorced and were divorced and uh, it was like I had to go wake up and go to this person's house and then that person's house and then this person's house. And, and I was like, you know, at a certain age, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to go to one person's house and you guys are going to suck it because I'm not doing this for you anymore. So just know you have the power 
to decide on what kind of holidays you want to have. You're an adult now. If you're listening to this, hopefully you're an adult. And you can determine, decide your your boundaries, your traditions, your decorations, your food. We didn't like turkey. Well, I fucking hate turkey. We had steak for uh, Thanksgiving for a few years, Tom and I, before we had kids. So go for go. it. Yeah. I mean, I think go for it. In addition to that, like family, like you, like if you're choosing all these things, like, you know, there isn't uh, some kind of law that says you have to like what family is or like right. who you have to spend the holidays right. with. Right. Like if your family like isn't, you know, who you want to be with on the holidays or who you can be with on the holidays, like it's a it's a time to like spend and enjoy with people that you love. Like it doesn't have to be ex family member or whatever. Right. Like it can be you can do Friendsgiving and Yeah, like, we did that for years. Comedians would come over, um, orphan Thanksgivings. Right. Yeah. I just feel like there's 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 weirdness around like, oh, we should invite like cousin so and so because they're family. So what? And it's yeah. like, but if everyone like hates them <laughs> no, don't or they're gonna make it really uncomfortable, like does that really make sense? No. You don't have to invite anybody to your party. You don't want to be there. And I think people get real depressed around the holidays because of that you're starting to you get reminded of what you don't have yeah. if you have a crappy family so then do something about it go have thanksgiving with people you like being around and that you love it doesn't have to be a bummer christmas right. doesn't have to be a bummer at thanksgiving you can control this how you feel about shit you, you do it your way right yeah and that's like i think when i say like enjoy it's easier maybe said than done sometimes right. but like your your part in that is like making sure it's something that you enjoy with people you enjoy as 100%. opposed to this is what I should do or this is what should. we're supposed to do. Should is the death of every minute of happiness in my life. Every time I say should, it's a death knell. Never fuck should. I'm never, I'm taking it out of my vocabulary because the shoulds are what keep you miserable. Yep. I should invite, I should do. No, you don't. Don't do it. Right. Because why? Who? Why? Who's saying? Who the fuck? <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much for coming. It was so much fun thank having you. you. Thank you um, for having me. Are you on Instagram vaguely? Uh, cats. My cats you... are. <laughs> Next time you come back, we'll plug your Instagram. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to share with people or, I don't know, last I mean, words? I'm, um, no. I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, I could go on and on, but I, I this was want great. to say thank you. You were such a fantastic guest. Thank you. Let's do this again. You know what? Let's do a New Year's episode. Maybe yes. you can help people get organized for the new year. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All Let's right. do it. I'm going to start cooking on it. I love it. Boom. I love you, buddy. Mwah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, homies. Um, Don't be a regular mom. Be a cool mom. All right. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning ships, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?